Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. And then we're back. Oh my gosh, we're back. I love it. Welcome back, you guys. I say the same thing every week, but just... I love you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you for being here. (laughs) I know, dude. Right? That's the thing. Thank you for listening. I know. It makes me so happy when people tell me, hey, that was a good episode. So good. And like, we get it. We get pretty substantial plays but like if just one person is like that was that was really good yes that could be it yep and then i'm like cool like literally one dude listened and i'm stoked that was so good but so here we are we're still doing the same thing i know it's a good thing i love it i love and it's it's only this week is because i just forgot we we're flexible we have had to continue to learn to pioneer (laughs) and it's really cool it's really you know it's all good it's all good good. we just want to get to where we have like people coming in i mean i know we're amazing (laughs) everybody wants to hear us but (laughs) it would be cool to have you know, have guests in again i know and different stories and whatnot i love hearing i just love hearing where people are at and where they've come from and what they've walked through. It's yeah. just, it's really cool. But, and I will say too, I started a new part-time job during all this crazy shutdown COVID stuff. And it was, it's for bookkeeping, but we do a lot of other shop stuff, like shop things in the back. I've learned how to use a fluke. It's like an ohm reader and stuff. I've learned all sorts of wiring and electrical things. I've learned a lot of things. Really? Yes. I've used um, a soldering like dealy iron. You use a soldering iron? Uh, the the little guy where you have to use a little solder, like the little tiny yeah yeah that thing. I've used that for the first time, and even Nick has noticed. Like, dude, like you're becoming a little bit more of like you know kind of get in there and do stuff on your own type person it's not that I don't I I get a little bit timid when I do things for the first time and I'm learning new things because part of it I just I want to do it great the first time and that's not always reasonable oh no no you have to no yeah to learn how to do stuff so I will just say that you know this year is again like opportunities to grow right opportunities to learn and pioneer but there has been you know there's a little bit that's like really made me humble to like keep pushing through stuff that's uncomfortable but it's produced some confidence too like dude i'm learning new things (laughs) i can be you know we're we're all capable of that and that's pretty cool so yes i will say that it's cool too yeah it's cool like during this season to just learn more about yourself yeah re-engineer kind of recalibrate yep. we've had plenty of time or i mean you can just be a sad sack and you know well she used all the time i've done and, that too or I mean. <laughs> yeah well we all have done that right we all have been like really uh whatever you know but you know i had a post the other day talking about like you know you're 
job you hate is someone else's dream job. And that was like good. All these that was really good. All these sayings, man, that hit hard. And I, I've seen it throughout, like the social media from other like influencers and players and stuff like that. But that's that was a heavy hitter, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, like and the other one too, I really liked. So I re I reposted was the, you know, something about uh, I can't even remember. Something about coming this far. Not to only come this far. Dude, I screenshotted that and texted it to both you and Nick and was like, this was dope. Thank you so much for posting it. (laughs) Just because I wanted you to see it and Nick to see it and be like, this, I mean, that was really good for me. That was really good for me that week. That was awesome. Thank you for posting that. For sure. So, so for this week, what I wanted to get into, and like when we were offline, I was sharing with you that I was listening to these guys do a podcast and there's and you know i'm super into the uplifting stories and of the how the veteran community is just flourishing that's awesome you know how these guys are just like black rifle coffee we'll plug them like and they'll and they'll probably never know it but whatever (laughs) but like those guys are amazing and this other dude his name's chad wright he he'll never know we talked about him but this dude just was medically retired which means if you're medically retired from the military especially uh from the special operations it's it's typically because they're saying that you're so broken down you know physically that we can't use you right basically so what this dude is did is he finds out right that he's going to be medically discharged so he first thing he did was find a 50 mile race and ran it (laughs) I'll show you. So just like, <laughs> but, but no, but for him, it was like, okay, cool. So now this, wow. and he does all these races and like hundred mile races and stuff like that. And he's sharing in this episode that he'll finish and then he'll stay at the finish line. He said, sometimes it's like eight hours later, the last guy finishes, but he wants to be there and be with that dude because let's, you know, Instead of, and not feeling sorry for the last guy, but flipping it to that dude grinded it out for eight hours that's awesome. longer than I did. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's an awesome perspective. <laughs> right. Instead of, you know, we have this weird competitive spirit in our country where we're all, everyone's competing with each other instead of being a community of people with a common kind of a common goal and and I know that's hard to do and it might be like far-fetched to think that it could even be a thing when we are all headed for the same thing because it's just there's so many of us here right right <laughs> that it, it's hard and, and everyone has their own thing and they they were kind of tribal you know and we have what team we're on and what side we believe and all these other things but just yeah that perspective of like, I want to meet this guy who worked eight hours harder than me. Yeah. You know? So, but also, to, to get back to the topic, they talked about how to train for fear. And, and that's what I wanted to get into. And kind of, so kind of what I have here as a note is that, and this is for, like, anybody, whether you're a first responder or a veteran or you homeschool your kids or you work from home, or you work wherever, 
or you're a pastor or a teacher or whoever, it doesn't matter. This is for all of us. It says, if you're not consistently putting yourself or testing yourself in or with uneasy situations, when something happens or you have to step up, you will fold into a wet mess. You won't be capable. And it's just, you know, it's just that you have to have that mindset of especially now. You know what I mean? So, so kind of, kind of what I want, what we're going to do is throw some questions out and then you and I will discuss them. And then hopefully for all y'all out there listening, these just be some points for you to think about and journal about and whatever, hit us up, you know, comment. We love that. So the first question is, are you courageous? Do you think of yourself as courageous? Mm. I know for me, kind of, you know, just in, in light of my career path, you know, there's, there's definitely some courage there, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know, how about you? You would, you consider yourself courageous? Yeah. I would say yes and no. I think when I'm doing a new task that I've never done before, I, I'll trip myself up. Like something as simple as going to church for the first time with all the new procedures or going in the building with the where I'm going to have to be and all the stuff. Like I've been a lot more anxious about things these last few months that I think in my head maybe a year ago I wouldn't have been. You know, so there, there's right. things that I, I feel I get caught up on. And then there's other times where when it's making decisions or maybe being there for somebody when it's like relational, I feel like I will be a lot more courageous for somebody because of all the other things that it means. But I'm an accountant by trade. So, you know, in some, you know, I, so yeah, I think that's very interesting. I think I would say for the most part, I do feel that I am courageous but I do, I do know times right. where I feel like I've been a bit of a, I, I've, haven't been, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, and, it, and that kind of goes, you know, that goes with it. I mean, it's just that's what it comes down to, though. Like, right? It, like whatever the situation. Do you think that if something, would you be able to protect yours, like your stuff, your family, like if Nick wasn't there? Do you feel like you would be able to do whatever you had to do? I feel like I'd be able to do whatever I had to do. There there would definitely be that fire, but I I think that I wouldn't be as ready as I could be trained. I think that there's things that right. I just I would go into right. more of a panic just cuz I haven't been trained in that way. Right. But I would no questions like yeah. Right, cuz sometimes it comes down to I've had these conversations too with friends where it's just thinking about that. And then, I mean, you guys have weapons, so like dry firing, you know what I mean? And just thinking about that and just, and, and just training that, what to do, training that dry fire all the time. So then it's just kind of like a reflex of action, you know, but those are those situations. And that's kind of the reason for the topic because, you know, when, at a lot of times when we don't prepare and we don't think of things like that and we aren't in the hard stuff. Like for me, it's almost more comfortable, right? Because my right. whole life, 
really is centered around chaos and people's worst day. You know what I mean? It's just, and then it, then it levels up and everybody's t- asking me and, and talking to me because I hear the news and there's lots of shootings right. Right. and it's just, it still comes down to our job as, as first responders, as EMTs and paramedics is to take care of the sick and injured right. and transport them to definitive care. Right. And if that's where we, that's our center, you know, we come back to that. And then that should branch out in our regular lives, you know, like we talked about earlier. And I'll go to the next kind of bullet point here. Oh, perfect. Lines up perfect. So the second question was, what scares you most? And for me, like we talked about, what scares me most is crowds. Yeah. A lot of people around. Speaking to a lot of people. And for me and for for my people that I work with, you'd be surprised to know that speaking to more than four of you at one time freaks me out and it makes me uncomfortable and it makes my heart rate go to about 150 where my resting heart rate is about 50 (laughs) you know and it's i don't know i don't know where it comes from it just is what it is so what i do is i drop myself or insert myself into situations where i have like four to six people that I have to stand around and have a conversation Funny. with. I See, I didn't realize that you would intentionally... Because there have been times where I'm like, I know he hates going to Zombieland, so why is he going to Zombieland? Right. That That's incredible. So I... Dude, that's really cool. That's really cool. Because I... Just to be completely honest, for all of you on everywhere this is going to be heard, I'm afraid of being alone and not feeling like... I'm doing anything worth of value. <laughs> we all know you don't like being alone, my friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Lord's done such a but, work in but me. But that's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. But what it's scares cool. me, I think, in some ways is because I've gone through such a process these last couple of years. I've gotten to a place, even amidst all of 2020 chaos stuff is that I'm like dude peace out I, I'm like I was even joking a couple of weeks ago can we just buy like 15 acres go disappear and like peace out I'll see y'all in a couple of years because I am so you know over it but um has it been rough though to be forced alone I mean I mean you got you get Nick and you got the kids and all that stuff but to kind of be forced in that position where there's not there's not something happening like every it's, night there's not, like, a group of people to be with and, and all that stuff. It hasn't been hard for me, because I will say this time around, going through something like this, by the grace of God, we're at the place with friendships that we weren't even five years ago. And so I felt like I've had the support. Like, even though it's been really hard, I feel like I've had the support that I've needed, and it's been incredible. But I will say it's been very hard for me to feel like all these other people I care about are just gone. So like I've, I've been okay. Like I know that I've, it's all going to work out day by day, but there's been people that, you know, I saw for the first time two, three months later and I'm like, Oh, you know, how's your life been for the year? You know? And there is a couple of people that they were sharing some pretty tough things. And it, it almost grieved me that I couldn't, that I didn't know 
was yeah right. so it's it's been a weird few layers of feeling like right and then getting back into community i feel like i'm getting to know my church body all over again which isn't true but it, it's just i don't know i it's i don't know I, I i don't have that quite figured out yet but it is strange huh it is it, it is, is strange it's interesting to see people and it's almost if you're seeing as if you're seeing them for the first time yeah. Or in some cases, you know, based on, unfortunately, anti-social media, <laughs> it's like you're seeing them and you're like, you know, it's like, uh, it's just, it's interesting. It's not bad it's by not, any yeah. means, but it's, it's this weird reset kind of yeah. that happened and, and we're all kind of working through it. But I, I'll you know, also and some people I, I'll also say, though, that there's there's like because you all I don't know if other if. OK, so we kind of refer to our circles sometimes of people. And like if you if you tell somebody, hey, they're in your circle, they're like in your innermost, like closest kind of friend group type thing, like maybe some of your best friends, your best buddies. Right. Um, and there's mm-hmm. people that have been on our like outer circles of like they're in our community, but we don't hang out with them all the time. But I love them and they're just wonderful people in our community. Right. And I will say now that we've been doing more like churches coming back more, it's not just driving. People are in the building. We're like seeing people out and about and stuff like that. I'm kind of like been re like re reminded about how many wonderful people I know. And I've been. That's been a blessing to me. That's been a really big blessing to me these last, even like two weeks. It's been really cool to see that. Like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to you in like six months, but I, you're amazing. And let me hug you, please. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, but that's always been a struggle for me to like, not years ago, it was literally, I didn't like being alone. And now it's more just. You know, like we all want to be known and like, is my presence in right. my community well, and stuff valuable and important? Like, do people think of me? And, and that that thing that we teach on at Freedom Center Church and Pastor Carl and Jim yeah. and Pastor Jim and everybody has spoke to the thought that everyone wants to be known. Yeah. Like you can pretend for, for all y'all listeners out there that you'd rather be anonymous, but it's not true. Everybody wants to be known and loved and valued, you know, and so everybody somewhere within has that little fear, that little fear. Will I be acknowledged? Am I of value? Do people see me? Everybody does. You know, everybody wants to know that they're valued, that people believe in them, that people love them. And then that goes beyond, like you said, we have. Like for us, we have you guys and we have Fetters and Joneses and all these people in our little inner circle. Yeah. But there's also that bigger circle, you know. Right. And then and that's that's just facts, man. Well, and I've heard I think you might have said before, too, like maybe it's not so much of a circle, but just having like a a U shape where because I've never wanted to be like exclusive to people. I've never wanted to be like, nope, I got my buddies. I don't need anybody else. Because you just never know who God's going to bring in your life and who you're needed for, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've kind of liked that analogy, too, that it's okay to have your people, but keep an eye up, you know, for somebody that might need you or that you might, God might be bringing somebody your way that you didn't know you needed, you know. 
Right. So as as it goes for the church, like we shouldn't be celebrating so hard as the 99. We shouldn't be worshiping and, and praising so hard as the 99 that the one who came in late, right? you know, who right. snuck in the back no, door so because they're like me and they're scared of yeah. being around a bunch of people yeah. that we miss them. Yeah. You know, and that goes for your little group, your friends group. Yeah. Like, don't be so dialed in on your five or six or three or whatever, two buddies, that the one dude who really needed you, you know, the one girl who really needed, you know, really needed some other perspective from a wife, right? Right. That we miss them because we're so dialed in and we're excited to see the same people who always show up. Right. You know, so it's just, yeah. Okay. To move on, to get back on track here, so the next the next thing, so we talked about if we felt courageous and what scares us the most. The next one is interesting even to me. The question that I put was, how far are you willing to go? Like, how far would you press to overcome your fears? Like, like we talked about earlier, I really don't like being around tons of people in stores, particularly Walmart or Zombieland, as I call it. <laughs> Freaks me out. So the reason, there's, there's multiple reasons. One is because I don't want to be that husband that, that can't participate right. in family stuff and the stuff we need. So I force myself into that situation. Um, but also, as a paramedic, as a fireman, you know, there's right. a community of people that are counting on me to be able to perform. So I put myself there and in the aisles and around that volume of people. So if I have to respond there, that can just perform, you know, like for all y'all who come on scene with me, believe this. I'm freaking out on the inside. It's like the duck feet underwater. That's what's happening inside. Mm. But. I have to set myself up so I have to kind of control those emotions and bury those feelings so I can perform. And so the patient and the patient's family will have no idea. Yeah. And for the most part, most of you guys that respond with me have no idea. Right. You know, right. Only mm. one person, and that's my partner. He knows I'm freaking out. <laughs> that's good. Man, how far? See, there's so many ways that I'm thinking about that. Like, how far would I be willing to go... For God, how far would I be willing to right. go for yes. my kids, for my husband, for, you know, what I believe in? Um, there's a lot of, and, and I will say this, when I, you know, in those times where we know that it's been God directing us, it's been like, gosh, I can't get, like, I keep thinking about these things. Like, years ago, we sold our house and it we just couldn't shake the feeling that we needed to sell our house and that it, it, it's a whole nother really cool story. We just couldn't shake it. We couldn't really describe it. It was right. just what it was. And it's one of those things where like, when I know that I need to do it, I'll do it. You know, like you don't really have any question about it. Um, and I, and I would say that like, if it's just, Oh, Hey, it's a good idea. Then I don't know if, I'd really be willing to go very far. But if I knew that it was like, depending on what it was, you know, that it was, it was the right thing to do. Um, right. 
I, I think I, I would believe that for the right things that I would go pretty far. Um, right. But I think, like, would I be willing to, you know, we just, the Kingdom Builder video today was about two missionaries to Egypt. I'm like, I don't really want to go to Egypt anytime soon. You know, like, there's things that, um, but then I think of, am I willing to give up my, like, my selfish goals for what I want my life to look like if I could just have it easy in my way all the time? You know, am I willing to give up those things to do what greater things could be out there for me if I was willing to do those hard things? Does that, right. you know? Right. Well, I mean. And I think you kinda, you worded it a little bit differently when you first asked it. You said, how far are you willing to go to, I don't know, did you say like overcome like your fears or overcome. And I almost think of yeah. even just the, some of the things that we've gotten, like we've prayed. So, I mean, so much of our prayers for our family have been like, God, don't like, let us not come to a place where we're okay to just stay here, but that we always be people that are moving forward and growing and right. pressing forward. Well, you know, like we want to heal. We, we want to continue overcoming our challenges and overcoming the things that we've gone through and I look at a year like this and I'm like, dude, this is a pretty big answer to prayer, even though it's not how we wanted it to look. I don't think is what we meant, you know, any of us in whether it's like the whole body of the church or us separately. Right. But the idea of of 2020 and we, we were talking about vision and, and all these things. <laughs> right. But what really needed to happen so we could see we had to have all these systems exposed. Yeah. All this stuff just had to be just exposed. And that's, that's like, and not to, it's weird, right? Because you don't want to get caught up in the one thing and the emotion and the feeling of one movement and then another, and then this virus and then just get fixated. Right. But I, I think, what God is showing us this year is that he, I think it just a lot. I think he just exposed a lot and it's been uncomfortable. I mean, it really has. There's nobody that can say, ah, it's no big deal. This has been uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what's the weird thing to, to kind of relate this to the first, our first responders family is that most of us who really are anointed and called to be first responders, no matter what the discipline, it's actually more comfortable the less comfortable it appears. You know, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just we're we're in this situation, and for most of us, like, it keeps leveling up. I'm like, okay, cool. A very hard job to do across the board. And it's, but if you're called to it, it's just, it just keeps, no matter what they throw, it's just whatever. You know, it's been hard and scary, but then then it wasn't. Then we can handle it. We know what we're looking at. And it's just kind of that grind, you know. And, and so for me, how far am I willing to go? As far as it takes, man, just to keep grinding and keep, you know, they say in climbing like rock climbing and stuff like that 
they say that forward motion is everything. And really, I think that holds true in every aspect of life. Mm, as good. long as you're stepping, is you're always pressing forward, always, you know, like take, for example, he's going to get pissed, but take your husband. Nick Chandler has been grinding harder than any human I know for longer than any yeah. human I know. Yeah. And he just keeps grinding. And it sucks. And a lot of times it sucks to watch. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so proud to be considered a friend and brother to that dude because he grinds like nobody I've ever. He's not a veteran or a first responder, but he grinds like we grind. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like without question, without hesitation. And that is how you overcome right there. You put your you just head down and keep grinding and it sucks, but you grind. So there's that too. Sidebar. No, so thank you. Yeah. And I, and I think a couple episodes ago, you shared about um, the surfers out in California where they train to be able to hold their breath for four to six minutes at a time. Yep. And I've been thinking about that. And I, I've been thinking about how, gosh, like I wasn't prepared to hold my breath for this long. And then there's there's another teaching by Bill Johnson where it's like we, we come against something that we've never been able to push before and we start pushing like like in prayer and in, in, in our lives and we're, we're pushing against this thing and it's not moving, it's not moving and we get all frustrated and discouraged because it's not moving. But you know what, when you've been pushing and training against something for some time, change is happening. You're getting stronger. You know, this year has been something that has been exhausting and tiring but we've right. I, I think that and somebody else told me a couple of weeks ago like what we sow in tears will reap in joy and this is where it really comes down to a faith of like God you've promised that you won't waste a thing if we trust you and so right. I'm going to keep putting this in your hands I'm going to keep given this to you as often as I need to and remember to and get out of my own mess to like get back up and do this again because it's not going to be wasted and I want to come out of this and and realizing we are coming out of this not just kind of scraping by to just kind of survive through it but that we get to come out of this stronger and better and more equipped to do Right. The incredible things that we've been called to do, you know? And so right. this has been a year where it's like, man, I feel like a, a, a joke of a person some days because I'm so emotionally spent some days. But at the same time, like, I'm being prepared to be able to have some conversation maybe six months from now that's going to change my life and somebody else's life. I don't know because of how God's going to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All that wrapped up, yes and amen. <laughs> right. That's and and that's good. the thing. The cool thing for me to see, for me, and, and I hope for, like, other veterans and other medical people and who we live and train and breathe to be in chaos and havoc and what's been really cool and... And I mean that in the best way, because I know it's 
people have suffered. Yeah. But to see everybody else have to, and I love it, and I, I share this often, but everyone else have to embrace the suck. <laughs> yeah. And just, yes. and, and this is what we're yes. in. And we have to push through. Yeah. But what's cool is it gives people who never had the perspective of that, of how some people live a lifestyle voluntarily. They sign up for things that's just rough. Yeah. Right? It's just, it hurts. And it's just always a grind. And it's like, like it's been busy lately and violent and, and all the kind of things that happen when people are locked down too long, yeah. you know, and then, you know, there's these uptick of COVID patients and all this stuff and things are constantly changing and it's, just, and it's, you know, a lot of times they say about deployment is like every day is Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So kind of like that Groundhog's Day thing, but it's true. It's like every single day we come in, we got to get our temperature taken and we got to make sure everything's clean and everything. Then halfway through the shift, you know, we start the shift and there's one executive order. Then at about noon, there's a new one and everything's changed. And it's just that fast. And it's like, dang. But the whole world is feeling that weight. Yeah. It's not just me. It's not just other medics and EMTs. Or other firemen and, and police officers and and soldiers and docs. It's everybody's carrying this weird, crazy, ugly weight together. You know, and it's really, if you look back, you step back and, and look at it. This is really a, a time where where we can show our metal and kind of you know step up. Yeah. Or if you don't prepare. And you don't put yourself in those situations and you don't embrace things that are uncomfortable. It's like I said at the top of the show. You'll just fold into this wet mess and just feel sorry for yourself and never, ever, ever get off square one. And nobody wants that. We don't want that for anybody. We want people to thrive. and, And, you know, people are flourishing. People are suffering. But they're figuring out a way to flourish, you know, and that's, you know, that's that. That's good. That's good. So we went a little bit long, but it was a good topic. Those, Those are some really good questions. We are praying for you guys. And for all y'all that, that, that follow and know that I'm praying for you guys by name all week long and just whatever you need, you know, hit me up let me know yep 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 yep. thank you freedom center church and kingdom builders for all that you do Mm -hmm. um and i just feel like once again thank you pastor jim and dina for and all the staff for everything that you have done to navigate this season has not been easy you have a great responsibility on your shoulders and we just thank you freedom center staff for all that you've done throughout this times and thank you for your support with this ministry thank you and leading us so well. You guys lead us so well. So, boom. Check us out. Facebook, Instagram. See you next See time. Ya. Or hear you next time. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right.